Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 95. This episode is brought to you by our Homeschool Mindset Workshops Bundle. This bundle of three short workshops, they're only about 30 minutes each, will give you the right mindset and expectations to bring into your homeschooling so that instead of burning out because your expectations are not realistic and you really are not in the right mindset for homeschooling, instead you'll have confidence and you'll be encouraged and you'll have realistic ideas of what to expect from yourself and your kids as you homeschool. So I want you to check out these this bundle. You can save 30% in the month of January with the code January30. I will link to it in the show notes and put the code in the show notes. You can find these workshops and many more by going to 41more.teachable.com. And of course, the show notes for today's episode will be found at 41more.com forward slash 95. And I almost forgot to tell you that I actually have a freebie for you today as well. If you go to the show notes, I'm going to have a link to the 25-Day Productivity Challenge Workbook, and that's going to help walk you through 25 daily videos and action steps that are going to supercharge your productivity this year. So learning to implement these small changes is going to make a really big difference. Definitely go to the show notes and grab your free gift at 41more.com forward slash 95. Welcome to episode 95 and welcome to the first episode of a new year, 2021. And today we're going to talk about a great topic that we're all interested in this time of year. You know, come March, we might not be so interested in this topic, but let's chat about productivity while some of us are a little more motivated to do something about our productivity. So today we're going to talk about three top tips for increased productivity. Now, this is not necessarily homeschool related, but you do realize that the more productive you are in general, that's also going to flow over to your homeschool. And we all know that as homeschool moms, we're not simply educators. We're also homemakers and wives and mothers, and we might have jobs and we might have businesses and we might have volunteer work and we might have all these other things that are on our plate as well. So the more productive you can be, it will affect every area of your life. So today I want to talk to you about my three top tips and some really actionable strategies that you can put into place even today to be on the right track for a really productive new year. Okay, let's jump right in. My first tip has to do with making goals and priorities, which of course, at the beginning of a new year, you want to do anyway, right? You want to reassess and and make goals for your homeschool and for each of your kids and for all different areas of your life. 
But I also want you to think of this goal making and priority setting as also including a don't do list. Because I think the trouble is we come up with 20 things we want to do in each area of our life. And we're quickly overwhelmed because quite frankly, it's just not possible to be like a superwoman, right? So what is actually going to be something you can get done? You might only have one big goal for each area of your life, but even that one big goal might have lots of little steps to get there. So a lot of times things are just more more complicated or just have more parts to it than we might initially think by just saying, hey, I have this one goal, right? So like if you want to get more organized in your house this year, obviously, That's not a one-day thing. That's going to be multi-layered and have many, many steps that get you to that big goal. So what? as you're making priorities, I think something really important is to realize what are you also not going to do this year? It's not to mean you're going to be a hermit or you're going to say no to everything that comes your way, but I know a lot of us, depending on your personality especially, you can feel pressured every time someone asks you to do something, you feel like you have to prioritize that above you know, your, your priorities and goals. And it doesn't mean we never stop and help someone. It doesn't mean we never stop. And, you know, we give of our time or, you know, our money or our expertise, you know, as a volunteer, uh, voluntarily, it doesn't mean that we don't do that, but it also means if we're not careful, we're just going to be spinning our wheels because we're never really able to focus in and work on goals or even just like homeschool. Well, right. If you have so much on your plate that you're never home and your kids feel crazy and they're not actually getting their their academics done, maybe you need a don't do list. Maybe instead of each of your four kids doing four activities this year, you scale it back and you do one activity per kid, you know, per semester or whatever. And I know like coming off the year 2020, things are so crazy. Anyway, we almost were all made to get rid of everything off our schedule for a good chunk of the year, right? And so maybe our struggle is putting things back on the calendar because we're so used to not having as many commitments, which has been a good thing for a lot of people. But that might give you a view of, you know, if you used to be that crazy, feeling like crazy all the time, like you were always running and never able to settle and really focus and get some really great stuff done with your family or with your work or whatever, you know, maybe 2020 was your wake up call that you need a don't do list. You don't have to be running around every day. You know, you could have all your errands on one day. You don't have to say yes to every volunteer opportunity that comes your way or every play date that comes your way or whatever the case may be, right? You don't have to have each of your kids participate in three sports and two instruments and you know, all these extracurricular activities, if it's making you crazy. Now, if you guys thrive on that and you, you have great, you know, everything is working and you feel like it's a great thing for your family, go for it. But many people just keep up with the frenetic, busy lifestyle because they think it's expected and it truly isn't. And sometimes it doesn't mesh with your personality or your kids' personalities or even the amount of rest that some people need. Some kids get very stressed out by constantly being out of the house and out on the road and going to activity to activity. You know, some of those kids actually need some downtime. So that's what I mean when I'm saying make a don't do list. Think of the things that you're going to actually plan to neglect this year, which sounds crazy, but you know, you can't do everything well and you can't do it all at the same time. So sometimes things take a back burner in a certain season of life. If you are a mother with lots of little ones and toddlers and babies, 
you know, maybe you're not going to worry about necessarily the house being sparkling clean because it just isn't going to be. That'll come later at a different season, right? So just things change and you have to realize that. And so as you're coming up with goals, don't go crazy. Realize also what you're not going to do this year. And that's going to really help streamline and make you more productive because you'll be able to focus on a few things rather than being overwhelmed with a ton of things. Okay, here's point two, and this is what I want you to focus on this year if you want to increase your productivity. I want you not to multitask, but I want you to batch your tasks and do deep work. Here's what I mean. Most of us have been programmed to think that when you multitask, you get so much done. But that's not true. You know that, that when you're working on something and your kids come and interrupt your mental flow, it takes you so much time to get back into that task than if you could have just focused on it without any interruptions. Now, of course, if you're homeschooling and the kids don't need you right then, it's it's perfectly fine to go ahead and, you know, run a load in the dishwasher or throw a load into the washing machine or, you know, do little tasks like that. It's okay to multitask in that way. But at the same time, I feel like if you're trying to get big projects done while your kids are homeschooling and might be interrupting you, it's actually frustrating for everyone. And I have found this out the hard way. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I can multitask all morning long And it's not actually great. It works so much better if I focus and I say, okay, I'm going to carve out the morning from, you know, eight to 12 or nine to 12 or whatever. And you guys get help from me on all the subjects you need my help on. And then in the afternoon, you guys do your independent stuff. You do your reading, you do your instrument practice, whatever. And I'm going to have some time to work on stuff I need to focus on. So I feel like we need to get more into the batching and the deep work. Batching works really well if you realize that you can set aside time each day for certain tasks. So maybe your afternoon hours, your kids are not going to come and interrupt you, you know, if they're old enough. Obviously, if you have babies and toddlers, this doesn't quite work as well. But like I said, there's seasons and there will be a season it will work. But this is what I do. So if I run, I run my Etsy shop and I spend like Saturday morning, maybe working out in my Etsy shop, that's batching. Instead of working on it every day, 15 minutes or whatever, that would be like multitasking. Instead, I give larger chunks of time and I schedule that in my calendar. And that way I'm not frustrated, but I'm still really productive. The quote that I like to think about when I'm thinking about the opportunity to deep work and not multitask is from the missionary Jim Elliott from back in the 50s. And he said, wherever you are, be all there. And I think this is where balance comes in. We don't have it perfectly balanced. We actually need to be all in mentally, physically, emotionally, like focused on the task in front of us, be all there. And it's okay to be totally imbalanced. And at one part of your day, just be focusing on homeschooling. And then it's okay to be not focused at all on homeschooling another part of the day and be focused on your business or your work or your volunteer work or your housekeeping or whatever you're doing. And so there really isn't balance. Where that balance is really more about multitasking, which isn't a great word. Your, your life is never balanced. You need to be all in on one thing at a time. And that's how we get our best work done. So if you've struggled with productivity in the past, maybe it's because you've thought of that multitasking was the magic bullet and it really isn't. So I want you to see if you can do some more batching and deep work during this new year and see if that doesn't change the game for you. 
Okay, here's my final tip. If you want to increase your productivity this year and you're a homeschool mom, you need to delegate to your team. Now, who's your team? It's your family. It's your kids. I think that homeschool moms have the best opportunity in front of them to help include your kids in the running of the household. Kids who are at school all day, they come back tired and grumpy right before dinner time, and it's such a struggle. You know, it's, it's hard to do chores and to require them to do their laundry and all this when they're gone all day. And then when they get back, they're tired. But when we have our kids at home all day, we know the house is never perfect because the kids are home all day, right? But it's also a great opportunity to teach them life skills and get them involved in the running of the household. As soon as my kids were like four years old, they did their own laundry. You shouldn't be doing laundry when your kids are like preschool all the way up. You know, obviously, babies and toddlers are another story. And once again, it's a season that won't be around forever. But when your kids are about at age four, they can do some meaningful chores to help with the running of the household. So I hardly ever vacuum. I hardly ever have to do the dishwasher. I only do my own laundry. Everyone in the house does their own laundry and puts it away. There are so many ways that you can delegate And it's great for you because it increases your productivity because you're not the one stuck doing everything. So if you've never thought of this before, I want this year to be your year where you delegate to your team. Now, if you want a chore set up worksheet and a little bit of visuals to go along with how with five kids in the house, we delegate all the chores out and we really make it simple. We actually use Trello. We put it on Trello. I'll show you all of this and I'll link to that chore set up worksheet in the show notes, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash 95. So there you have it. Those are my top three tips that if you want to take action on, I'm really pretty convinced you're going to see increased productivity this year. So number one, while you're making your goals and priorities, also create a don't do list and make sure that you're only focused on what's most important this year. Number two, throw multitasking out the window and instead be all there. Do this by batching and deep work where you're really able to get in the zone and focus. I'm going to link to my favorite book on that, which is called Deep Work by Cal Newport. I'll link to it in the show notes. And if you want to read about that idea of deep work, and then definitely check out his book. And number three, delegate to your team. These three things are going to make a world of difference for you if you take action. Don't forget to grab your free 25-day productivity challenge workbook, which you will find in the show notes. And one more reminder before we wrap up today... Don't forget to check out my homeschool mindset workshop bundle. If you want to get more help with getting your homeschool mindset in gear for the new year, you can save 30% if you use the coupon code January 30, and you can find that bundle at 41more.teachable.com, or I will put it in the show notes as well. I hope you're having a great start to the new year. Thanks for joining me today and listening in. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.